Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Basketball Index Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and today we are explaining one of our analytics. Obviously, the title, Analytics Explained. We're talking about gravity. So gravity is something we've obviously started to talk about a lot in the NBA over, I guess, the last decade now. Basically, Steph Curry came into the league, started shooting the lights out, and everyone on the defense started following him around. (laughs) And it wasn't that gravity didn't exist before that, but... I think like on-ball gravity has always existed. We've seen it. You know, if you watch old clips of defenders helping on, obviously star players, but off-ball gravity in the way that's transformed the sport over the last decade has been pretty crazy. And a lot of that's the jump in three-point shooting, and then obviously alongside that, the jump in three-point shooting skill. I'd say in the league overall, and then you know you have Dame come along, you have Steph Curry come along start hitting a lot of threes, they start to kind of open up what they can do on offenses. Coaches are like, all right, all right, maybe shoot nine or 10 of them a game. It seems to be working. And that is warping defenses like we've never seen before. So gravity, we know, is very important. I think it's made its way into the basketball zeitgeist. We talk about it all the time. And with the top guys like Dame, like Steph, I'd say someone like Luca now, it's pretty easy to understand that they have a ton of gravity and that teams are going to slant their defenses towards them. But after that, it gets a little tricky. Like if I were to be like, hey, give me players 7 through 15 of uh, whether it's on-ball gravity or off-ball gravity, I think that'd be hard to do. I think if you asked me to do that, that would be difficult to do. So we uh, we sent Krishna on a mission. We were like, all right, we need you to calculate gravity. We came up with this stat. It was in the off-season. It was last year in the off-season. But Krishna's just updated it. Uh, it's, it's in the apps now. If you have Basketball Index sub, if you don't, it's only $5 a month. It's the same data that uh, NBA front offices and agents are using. It's a no-brainer. It's the best resource out there for basketball uh, data, knowledge, whatever you need. So we got Christian on it for this season. I just pulled it up in the app, and I wanted to talk about our gravity set. So we have on-ball gravity, we have off-ball gravity, and then we have overall gravity, which is a combination of the two. And basically, the way these gravity stats work is they look at how defenses are defending players and the more resources or the more aggressive they are defending them, 
the higher the player's gravity will be. Because it's like obviously like the next logical question of like, okay, uh, I, I accept that gravity is important and I would like to know more about it and I would like to know how it's calculated. I would like to know who's in the top five, who's in the top 10, you know, who's at the very bottom of the league. Because anything with this that I would say is, I guess this would be in more of the subjective range when you're talking to people, you know, a player's gravity versus a player's shooting percentage, because shooting percentage is like they shot the ball X amount of times, it went in X amount of times. With something like gravity, I think people like to see results. I mean, I know I'm like this. You like to see the results. Then you like to say, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. This is something I'm willing to trust and willing to use. And I actually, I really don't have an issue with that because I think there's this weird thing where people think that if a stat is made that you can't question it or you can't, uh, if you want to find out more information about it, it's somehow offensive or not okay or analytics leading people will get upset. I, I found that to actually be the opposite. I, I've had really great discussions off air or with other people in Basketball Index where we are questioning the idea of how we're doing things to make sure we're doing it the most optimal way that, that's capturing what we're trying to capture or talking about things that, you know, maybe aren't Basketball Index, maybe something you see on an NBA broadcast where, you know, does this make the most sense? Is there a better way to do it? Like, let's brainstorm, yada, yada, yada. So questioning it, always good. That's why I'm going to not only just briefly explain how it works, and then uh, on top of that, I'm going to talk about who's at the top of the leaderboards for on-ball and off-ball gravity. So I was saying earlier that basically the way our gravity works is it looks at how defenses are defending players, and the more aggressive they are being or the more resources they are sending their way, obviously the higher gravity you're going to have. Because obviously when Steph is running around off-ball, it's a team effort to try to stop him, whether it's switching around screens, uh, top locking, like there's different coverages you can run. There, there's a lot you can do to try to suppress him or deny him the ball. So the way it works, basically, like if you were to think, uh, well, pick and roll is a good way to explain it. So I would say the most aggressive coverage there is in pick and roll is blitzing, where both the uh, defender on the ball and the big, when the screen comes, both go to the ball handler to try to get the ball out of his hands. After that, hedging and switching, I'd say, is pretty aggressive. And then on the least aggressive end would be drop coverage, where the big stays closer to the basket in the paint to try to stop like a drive to the basket. So uh, again, on the high end would be blitzing. So the more uh, a team is trying to get the ball out of your hands or sending you know, two to you, obviously it's going to be a four on three if they can get the pass out, the offensive player. That would give you higher on-ball gravity. And then the same thing for off-ball gravity, again, just how you're being defended, how aggressive it is, how many bodies they're sending at you. Obviously, it's a little bit more complicated than that. There's some uh, high-end math going on. But, you know, if you have questions, hit up Krishna on Twitter. That, that's, that's a question for him. He's the one that created the stat. At Kate if you want to talk to him, he's uh, very friendly and will answer really any question you ask him. It could be really off topic. Sometimes I'm talking to Krishna. I'll ask him. We'll be talking about gravity for like 20 minutes. Then I'll ask him something about like three-point shooting. And boom, he'll answer the question. So uh, let's talk about on-ball gravity first. So we're going to look at... The top players uh, going into the Basketball Index Leaderboards app, loading it up. And for the 2023 season, the top three guys, no surprise, Luca at number one, uh, huge, huge, huge lead over everybody, Dame at number two, and then we had James Harden at number three. So basically, 
what's the best way to describe this? So Luca almost has eh, not quite, but he's like double like fifth or sixth place in on ball gravity. So Luca's gravity is absolutely insane. So he's about a seven. I know you don't really know the scale, but we'll just give you a number. He's about a seven. Dame's about a six. Then we take a big drop down. James Harden's almost a four after that. Embiid is almost a four and Kawhi Leonard. Other guys really high on the list. You know, the, the usual characters, Giannis, Steph Curry, Devin Booker, really high end players that obviously provide a tremendous offensive threat and defenses when they play them are going to be loading up to stop them. So interesting here. So Luca and Dame were the top two and they are ball dominant players that can score anywhere on the court. They can play make. They, they really don't have a lot of weaknesses to their games. But I thought it was interesting that Luca and Dame are not on very good teams and their gravity is considerably higher. Again, I had Luca at almost a seven, Dame at about a six. And then after that, guys more in like the three and four territory that are, are really good attracting a lot of gravity. And I was wondering before the show if the reason, obviously, Luca and Dame are really, really good players and they're going to kill you either way. <laughs> you could you could try triple teaming them. It's going to be difficult. But for a team like Dallas, I know they traded for Kyrie, but they weren't a very good team. They don't have a lot of really good players. Same thing with Portland. Like they, they There are some other people on the team that can score, but they're nowhere near the caliber of Dame. I'm wondering that... You know, it's kind of the thing of like, hey, don't let the best player beat you. I know it's a really, really simple thing to say, but especially when you're playing a poor team with a lone star, it does seem like their gravity would be higher, not just because they're really great players, but it's like, okay, like if if you Nurk beats us, if Nurk scores 30 points for Portland, like I will just lose. Like, and that'll be that. At least Dame didn't go off for 50. Or if it's Dallas, when it was, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith was there. I know he got traded, but who's another? Who's another? If JaVel McGee, I know he wasn't even in the rotation. I'm trying to think who would beat Reggie Bullock. If Reggie Bullock scores 28 points, it's like, well, we triple team Luka and Reggie Bullock scored 28. Like, I guess we just lose. And I, I'm wondering if that plays a little bit of a part in their increased gravity this year. Um, after that, obviously, Harden, Embiid, Kawhi, who I'm scrolling down. So, you know, in the teens, Durant's there, Trey Young. I know he had a little bit of a down year, but he's just so much. He does so much as playmaking, scoring, kind of a jitterbug everywhere. Jalen Brunson's on here, SGA, kind of the who you'd expect in the top 20 of these players are, are big time scorers. There's playmaking and defenses are obviously going to load up towards them. So let's move over to off ball gravity. Uh, number one, Clay Thompson. Interestingly enough, I know he had a really strong second half of the year. I know he had a real tough end to the playoffs against the Lakers went cold shooting in the second half of that series, but like he still shot 40% from three this year. I feel like people are are how would I say this <laughs> rewriting a little bit of the season to him because he you know ended cold uh, number two Luke Kennard Luke Kennard's basically the best catch and shoot guy in the league like he's near like 50% on catch and shoots so his off ball gravity makes sense uh, after that Steph Curry any gravity stat <laughs> Steph's gonna be very high uh, but yeah that's that's the top three Clay Thompson Luke Kennard and Steph Curry uh, the, the numbers for the off-ball gravity are a little bit lower. On-ball gravity is just like natural. I mean, it just kind of makes sense. If it's a superstar player with the ball, that's going to attract the most amount of possible attention. 
and then for off-ball gravity, again, the scale, it's hard to get across in podcast form. That's, again, why you should just head on over to the Leaderboards app. But uh, Clay Thompson at one, Luke Kennard at two, Steph Curry at three. This makes sense. There, You, you can have off-ball gravity without being a three-point threat. Like, it, it's it's possible. But obviously, the three-point shooters are going to be much higher on this list. Uh, after those three, Jason Tatum, you know, I talk about how good he is both on and off-ball. I love him off-ball. It's one of those things where if Jason Tatum wasn't as good as he is he would be off ball more, which is almost I, I prefer him off ball, but he's so good that he needs to have the ball in his hands like a fair amount of the time. After that, Buddy Heald had a really great season. Scrolling down, we got Devin Booker at seven, uh, Dame here also at 11, Michael Porter Jr., really good spot at guy for Denver, and then it's eh, kind of strong. Lori Marketing at 14. So just kind of, you know, some interesting guys. I don't think any of these should surprise you too much, especially for off ball where it's like on ball, it's like stars and then off ball, it's really strong three point shooters. But you're going to see like if you go to the leaderboards tool, we have our our offensive roles here and it's not going to be stationary shooters, if that makes sense. It's going to be guys in our off screen shooter role. That's Clay Thompson. That's Luke Kennard. That means not only are they moving off ball, but like the team is drawing up plays, setting screens for them to try, you know, ping pong around and get shots off. Got Jason Tatum's in shot creator role. Steph Curry's a primary ball handler just because it, it makes sense for them to also be on ball. But again, Buddy Heald, movement shooter. Yeah, just a bunch of movement shooters here. And then, you know, the, the, Sometimes ball handler, shot creator that's just also very good at scoring. Jokic is on here at 18th. He's the first post scorer, uh, big man role on here. But yeah, I think uh, this stat is is really useful because we talk about spacing a lot, especially in the playoffs where spacing becomes so important. And when you have one shooter or, heaven forbid, two <laughs> two people on the court that that care, how do I rephrase that? If you only have if you have one non shooter or two non shooters on the court, it really becomes obvious. Defenses wise up to that really really quickly, and they just are going to sag off and. Just, to direct all their attention to the on-ball player, and it's really hard for offenses to get things going. Uh, we also have something in our leaderboards app that's risers and fallers. So you can look at any stat, and you can set you know one, two, three years, and you can see who has increased or decreased the most in a stat. So I wanted to look at who had the largest on-ball and off-ball gravity changes this year. So looking at on-ball gravity, again, this is not the leaderboard. This is who had the biggest jump from last year to this year. Dame is number one. I think that makes sense. He missed he missed like a chunk of the season and played through an injury last year. It was a big down year for him, especially he's been at like such a crazy, crazy level for like the last like three, four or five years. Last year was a disappointment. He played injured and it was just not up to his usual dominant self. So he's the number one change in on-ball gravity. After that, Jalen Brunson obviously was a good player before, but went to New York in free agency. And we all know he had a fantastic season. That makes sense that he was the second biggest jump. Bones Highland, this is a guy I talk about. A lot. I feel like I'm the only part of the media that is talking about Bones. I, I love him. I think he's an electric offensive player. Defensively, there's some issues, but I really like that the Clippers were able to get him. It's not like the perfect fit on their team, but that's a conversation for another time. Really talented young player. He was third. and So top three again, Dame, Jalen Brunson, and Bones Highland. 
looking over at that was for on ball gravity for off ball gravity. Clay Thompson with the largest increase. I know he didn't play a full season last year. He didn't like had missed a bunch of time with injury. And then this year, you know, got an off season. And honestly, like it's really tough for Clay. I know that 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 Lakers series actually started off pretty good. I think he had a decent game. One, he had a great game too. He had a 30 point game and then went really cold after that. But I think he was a big part of the second half of their team. Like, the volume of scoring that he provided and also the three-point shooting really helped them like get to the playoffs. A lot of that was his off-ball gravity really increasing. After that, Trendon Watford is a player on Portland. He's a power forward. I don't know who this is. This is a player that's 22 years old. So this doesn't happen that often. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know who every player in the NBA is because I don't, (laughs) but I know most of the players in the NBA. But uh, if Trendon Watford is listening, hey, you were number two, uh, biggest increase in off-ball gravity. So uh, tipping my cap to you. And then after that, Damian Lee, uh, he went over from Golden State, moved on over to Phoenix, and actually had himself a really good year. He, again, was third in off-ball gravity change, so biggest increase from last year to this year. He was actually a player I wanted the Lakers to go after. Liked him as a, as a shooting guard, as somebody that could stretch the floor a little bit. No, I just kind of just kind of liked his game. He went and had a pretty good season with Phoenix. After that, Dante DiVincenzo moved over to Golden State. He was again fourth in off-ball gravity change. Laurie Market in fifth. So that would obviously make sense. Laurie had a really big improvement. Like it's weird because I feel like we've been banging the drum here at Basketball Index. We were like, no, nah, he was already pretty good. That's why we didn't have him winning our version of the. Uh, most improved player. It wasn't that he didn't take a big jump. But it was like, no, no, we just already thought he was pretty good. And then he took another step on top of that. But the the off-ball gravity was was great this year. Took a big jump there. Obviously had a tremendous shooting season. But uh, yeah, recapping biggest jumps. Clay Thompson, Trendon Watford, Damian Lee, Dante DiVincenzo, and Lori Marketing. So yeah, just wanted to explain that stat are on and off ball gravity. It's updated for the 2023 season. If you go into leaderboards tool, you can mess with it. You can play around with it. It is a very, very interesting stat. And I think it's going to be something that I look to use when, especially going into the off season where whatever your team is, for me, it's the Lakers. It's like, especially if you remember the Lakers at the beginning of this year, if you don't have enough shooting or off-ball gravity, like it's really going to be a struggle for your offense to score, for your offense to put anything together. So I think with the kind of roster construction mode we're going to go into in the offseason, it's, okay, what what do the Lakers have in terms of off-ball gravity on the roster? And then of the free agents, I'm looking at who is providing that. Because if AD and LeBron have space, they're really, really great. And they, they need the roster around them that can do that. So this is a great stat if you want to get a head start on free agency, if you want to start piecing together your favorite team's offseason. I, uh, I heavily, heavily, heavily uh, would kind of push you in the direction of using our on-ball and off-ball gravity because I just think they're really, really solid stats that help to kind of illuminate the corners of I think there's some line in Pirates of the Caribbean or maybe it's two or three where they're like uh, the it's actually it's one of the better scenes in movies. Maybe I can think of where there's a, a part where someone in like the British military is making a deal with somebody that's a pirate. I can't remember who it is. 
and he is in his office and behind him, like the office is getting set up and there is a uh, person painting a map. It's the entire wall is the, is the map and they are painting it and they're painting. I don't know what they're painting. They're filling in where they are. They're somewhere like south of Florida, I think, some some island chain. And he's describing to the pirate how the uh, the corners of the map are being filled in in the world. Like there aren't places to hide. And uh, it's it's cool because there's someone literally drawing the map behind him. But that's kind of how I feel about the the analytics in sports, especially basketball. It's a little bit of a gold rush. And it's like, okay, if you can find these edges first before everybody else, like, ooh, that is pretty darn valuable. And I think the softball gravity specifically for free agency for piecing together a bench really, really valuable. So uh, yeah, that's all I got for on ball and off ball gravity. Check it out on the site. Uh, what, what do we got? What do we got? We're going to be talking. Uh, we're going to be wrapping up. <laughs> I was actually hoping that the Celtics heat series would, would finish up so I could recap the conference finals. Not, not a ton of storylines, some, a sweep obviously in the Western conference. And then the heat up three, one, as of this recording, looks like they're going to take care of business and uh, they'll get that series over with, and then we'll be on to the finals. Other than that, I don't think I got anything else to tell you. If you want to talk basketball or talk gravity or whatever it is, hit me up on Twitter at TaylorMetrics, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Basketball Index Podcast. <laughs>